you are watching or listening to the Jonathan Corey live stream, be sure to follow and subscribe to my channel wherever you are streaming this and on any of the other sites that you happen to use as well. And be sure to leave some comments or reviews. It would really help me out. You can find my streams on YouTube, Twitch, DLive, Odyssey.com, VK.com, TV.gab, BitChute, Rumble, and on all of the podcast apps. You can read my blogs at JonathanCorey.blogspot.com. My main links are at Linktree slash JonathanCorey. And you can find the rest of my links, my older secret content, and my guest appearances on other podcasts or streams at JonathanCorey.com. What's up? What's going on? I think this is working. Test run. I haven't done this in seven months. <laughs> Eight months. Sorry if this doesn't work. Let me know in the chat if the um, stuff's not working. <laughs> if this isn't working, let me know. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am back. I'm back. I'm back. Welcome back. Back, baby. We're here. We're live. It's been too long. <laughs> It's been a long time. Lots to cover, lots to explain. So little time with y'all. We'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. First of all, black eye. First of all, if you're wondering what this is, I got a black eye at work today. It was uh, dumb. (laughs) It wasn't cool. It wasn't like a, hey, you should see the other guy. It was literally out of a cartoon where I stepped on a rake that smacked me in the face, and I now have a black eye. Of course, I haven't streamed in seven months. The day I'm going live. The day I'm going live. I get smacked in the face with a rake. (laughs) And I get a black eye. How embarrassing. Part of it's on me for stepping on the rake. Part of it's on my uh, co-worker who shall not be named for leaving the rake on the ground with uh, with the teeth side up. Just waiting. Just waiting to have someone come around and step on it like a fool. Um... Yeah, and that coworker shall not be named. I will not say the name of my coworker. It was Mark. <laughs> it was Marco. <laughs> Obviously, new new scenery, new setting. Welcome. Welcome in to my new room and my new house. Say goodbye to the wall. Say goodbye to the green screen. Green screen might be back in the future. But uh, say hello to my new room and all my beautiful art. Maybe one day I'll do a stream where I talk about all my art and all the people who made it. Various friends and people have made a lot of this art. My book collection. Got some plants. I got more plants. I'm a plant man now. Say hello to my plants that have not been named. I got my Napoleons. Got my Napoleons. I got my Rembrandts. I got two Rembrandts. Let's see if I can point to the opposite. I got my two Rembrandts, I got some Van Goghs, I got my Napoleons, uh, I got more cool stuff you can't see like all around my, my uh, wall. So we're getting inspired by art these days, my dudes. But I moved into a new house, this is my room. I share a house now with three other Christian guys. It's been amazing, it's been amazing, truly a blessing, great dudes, great time so far. Hopefully I'll get them on a podcast one of these days, maybe all together or individually. And uh Y'all can meet them. But, again, we'll get into all that. We'll talk about the rest of my life happenings later on tonight. Um, So stay tuned for that or 
flash forward if that's all you care about and you're watching this at a later date. Tonight we're going to dive headfirst into the actual topic. Um, got a lot to cover, lots of rant about, and uh, so don't want to waste too much time here. Jerusha, what's going on, Jerusha? Welcome in. Man, I haven't, I haven't seen or heard from you in a while, man. I hope all is good. I hope all is good. Maybe we can catch up sometime. <laughs> Thank God you're not homeless anymore. Man, man, don't say that, dude. Being homeless was amazing. <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to go back to being homeless, man. It's actually pretty fun. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. Pretty refreshing. Um, we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. That's part of why I haven't been here for so long. Doing these normal streams. I've been doing weird streams. Um, during my homeless excursions in uh, 2023. But, what's up? I hope we can catch up someday soon, Jerusha. I hope all is well. Merry Christmas. I'm going to be doing another stream. Um, I want to say Wednesday. It might have to be Friday or Saturday, but I'm going to try to do another stream this week. So I haven't streamed in like seven months, and y'all are getting two in one week. Coming back hot. Coming back heavy-handed and hot for y'all. But we're going to be talking about uh, some cool stuff about Christmas and faith. <laughs> so stay tuned. Stick in. Stick stick with me, y'all. Stay tuned. If you're watching at a later date, just make sure you hit the next button on your uh, podcast app, right? Um, but yeah, libertylinks.io slash Jonathan Corey. For all y'all uh, interested in finding and following me everywhere. All the different live stream platforms, my blog, which we're going to read, my new latest blog, which is going to lead us into the main topic here tonight. Um, find my blogs, find my social media pages, my TikTok blows up every once in a while. I do memes and stuff on there. My good news for my dudes clips, also on my TikTok and Instagram. So find and follow those places. Interact with me, DM me, debate me in my comments. <laughs> y'all, all, y'all know I'm always down for that. So uh, if you want to debate, if you want to argue... Hit me up on my social media comments. Um, but yeah, welcome in, y'all. It feels good to be back at it. New studio, new room, new studio here. My bedroom, <laughs> my bed, <laughs> my books, my plants, my art. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, some uh, troll in the bot, troll in the uh, comments. Sorry for bothering you, and then. Po- <laughs> Hello, sorry for bothering you. I'm just going to post a four-paragraph-long explanation of why you uh, need to pay me to increase your follower count. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Twitch. You're not turning into one of those famous people with a black eye in your left eye. Yeah, was this, this is my left eye. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Illuminati confirmed. Oh, no, you caught me. Y'all caught me. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all got me. Quick, let me let me cover this. If I do this for the rest of the stream, does that make me less or more Illuminati? <laughs> how do I how do they do it? They do do that, right? They do cover it, right? And then they do this thing. They do this thing too. Guys do that. I'll just do this the rest of the stream. And uh what what is less suspicious? Hey everyone in the chat. What is less what makes me least look like I'm part of a secret society? Hell bent on inverting culture <laughs> and uh, inverting what's good, true, and beautiful. This, this, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. So what's up? Thank y'all for tuning in. Let's get into it. This is my latest blog. I dropped it this morning. I'm gonna read it here now for y'all. 
And we're going to talk about it a little bit after and some more thoughts relating to it that I have that I didn't want to just keep rambling on in my blog about. But yeah, further ado, let's get into it. Let's bear with me. I'm reading this, y'all. I'm reading my blog for y'all, for y'all too lazy. For all y'all lazies out there not reading my stuff, I will read it out loud for you. So Heartbreak, Heartbreak is a Blessing is the name of my latest blog by Sean Corey. Psalm 34, 18 reads, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. This last summer was a wild ride for me. I chose to live entirely out of my truck while maintaining a full-time job, writing blogs and doing live streams. Being active in multiple Bible studies and churches, continuing on in my ministry of discipling young men, all while going on nine national park camping and hiking trips across six different U.S. states. I stripped myself down to the bare minimum, practiced being uncomfortable, refocused my priorities on what actually mattered, evangelizing, discipling, serving in my church and in my community, taking care of my physical and mental health, and paying off my debts. Chipping away at that. (laughs) Not paying them all off, just still chipping away at that. And through it all, I finally came to a place of peace regarding my singleness and my purpose in this time and place. And then I met a girl. And then, of course, I met a girl. Someone who seemed like answered prayer, who was different than myself, but in complimentary ways. Someone that actually kept me in check, inspired me, and challenged me to become a better man. Someone who made me laugh and brought me peace, and who most importantly was actually just herself. A young woman in these modern times that truly is who she is. Not someone merely acting out a fictional role or pretending to be something that she isn't for the approval of others. So, of course, so, of course, I fell in love with her. And I just realized I forgot my music. Sorry. Let's get the lo-fi jazz beats going. Sorry. So, of course, I fell in love with her. Of course, of course, of course. I met a girl, and I fell in love. And as the title of this blog should let you know already, she didn't love me back. As the title should already tell you. Spoiler alert. She didn't love me back. And we foolishly rushed into a relationship. And after a few disagreements, some unwise words, and a couple of stressful weeks, it all came to an abrupt end. And for the first time in my life, I experienced very real, very serious heartbreak. Now, I have gone through breakups before. (laughs) I've had many setbacks in my life. Plenty of highly disappointing moments and grieved the loss of of many loved ones before. But nothing has ever come as close to the deep-down brokenness I have experienced in the months since the end of this short-lived summer relationship. It doesn't make sense on paper, even as I typed this out. Um, It really just... It really isn't easy to justify or explain with words, right? But there has been a severe heartbreak resulting from this short summer romance. And it plagued every single part of my life with a deep, dark stain. But despite all the pain and turmoil, the regrets and the tears, many great things have come about for me in the aftermath, regardless of how unwanted it all may have been. My priorities have been refocused, 
My schedule has been cleared up. My mission has been redirected and my energy has been used on what doing what actually matters most, bringing God glory. What actually matters most, not my heart, but bringing God glory. My relationship with him has never been closer. My prayer life has become more consistent and intentional. My daily reading has actually been daily. <laughs> and the lessons I have learned from this failed relationship have been quickly turning me into a better man. Quickly turning me into a better man. A righteously masculine one that my future wife needs me to become, whoever and wherever she is now. There was an unforgettable moment during this breakup period when I was physically crying out over the loss of this girl, and it turned into a prayer of gratitude and just for the opportunity to even be here, existing at all in this beautiful place, right? Um, The good and the bad stuff, the beautiful and the ugly things, the sunshine and the rain. I stopped crying for this girl and instead cried out to my creator to make me care about him more than anything else to make my heart really care for what he needs from me and not what I selfishly want. That tearful prayer was answered. Praise be to God. That tearful prayer was answered. He picked up the pieces of my broken heart and put them back together. He got me back on track with my mission of serving and leading those around me and back on to the business of saving lost souls. He truly taught me how to treat his daughters with more respect and tenderness, actual patience and forgiveness. He showed me that his sons are struggling and desperate, and that so many even directly around me are in need of my time, support, and encouragement. He corrected me and rebuked me, led me away from my own selfish pursuits, and towards instead serving those in need. He forgave me for my many transgressions and failures, and his grace and mercy set me free. And he healed my broken heart, because I took it to him. Despite all that happened this year, I placed my faith in him, and all was made well in time. Now, I'm not just some lucky guy. (laughs) This isn't some sort of miracle I'm explaining. We see this pattern of God restoring faithful broken hearts over and over and over again throughout history. Ruth and Naomi both experienced heartbreak after the death of their husbands, yet they continued on, finding a great husband and a new family, following their obedient faith. Job was suffering from heartbreak after he lost everything, yet he carried on, eventually reclaiming everything that was lost and then some, following his trusting faith. Hannah lived a life of heartbreak, being unable to produce a child of her own. Yet she kept praying and was rewarded greatly with a child who would go on to do great things following her resilient and steadfast faith. Those who stand strong in their faith, regardless of their circumstances, will surely be blessed. Those who navigate the storms and conquer the struggles placed before them with joyful and trusting hearts will inherit rewards beyond measure. These blessings and rewards might take some time to acquire, and it might occur only beyond our experience here and now in this temporary place. But the Lord our God is still loving and always generous. He fulfills every promise and he cares for his people. 
Those who walk obediently into righteousness, who humble themselves and repent of their wrongdoings, who believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and accept the free gift of salvation offered to us all by his grace and mercy, will surely be blessed. In the next moment, in the upcoming year, in another decade, or in the eternity waiting us all beyond this life, we will surely have our broken hearts healed and our suffering store, our suffering souls restored into a glorious spiritual reunion with the one who truly deserves our time, our energy, our strength, our trust, and our hearts. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and does not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought nor cease to yield fruit. That's Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. And one of the most famous verses that's in every white girl's Instagram profile. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 reads, For I know the plans that I have for you, declared the Lord, plans for prosperity and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. In all your weakness, your brokenness, your emptiness, your despair, your failures, your missteps, your struggles, and your heartbreaks, seek and find the healing and deliverance that you long for in the only one who can ever truly and fully deliver and heal you. The God who is powerful enough, loving enough, faithful enough to make you whole again. The one who will restore you, redeem you, save you, and bless you, no matter what you have done or what has been done to you. And when the quote-unquote perfect girl comes along and breaks your heart, comes along and breaks your pretty little heart, know that the pieces can and will be put back together by its creator. It will not only be made new again, but will also be delivered over to someone who will take better care of it. Place your heart into the hands of the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, fully gracious Lord who has amazing plans in store for it. The blessings of the here and now and the eternal peace of the forever after will be yours through a trusting and obedient faith in the one who deserves it. Return home to your Father in heaven where hearts don't break and the blessings never end. And I capped it off with a couple Psalms. Psalm 73, 26 reads, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And Psalm 147, 3, He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. JonathanCorey.blogspot.com for all my blogs. Um, yeah, so there it is. There's my blog. You can reread it, re-listen to it, replay this stream, reread it. JonathanCorey.blogspot.com. Um, but yeah, 
that's that's a little bit of an update. <laughs> I met a girl. Oh boy, oh boy, did I meet a girl. She was the one. She was my one, right? Until she wasn't. <laughs> Until she wasn't. Until she crushed my soda can heart. Um, crushed my heart like a soda can. But she's good. No, no ill will. No hard feelings. She's a good girl. She's a good person. She's just convinced we aren't meant to be together. And so, therefore, we are not together. Right? And we're getting over it. We are, we are getting over it. It took a while, but we are getting over it, my dudes. It's called, we do a little bit of getting over it. It's called, we do a little bit of getting over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that. And just some more stuff I want to talk about. Job 2310. Talk about a guy who lost everything and went through quite a lot of heartbreak in his life. My little, my poor little, poor me breakup story. <laughs> my little summer ro romance breakup story pales in comparison to some people, some legends in the Bible who went through so much more. Legends in history. Probably you out there listening or people you know, your, our ancestors, you know, how much heartbreak and despair and chaos and calamity do they go through? My story is nothing. You know, I pale in comparison. My teeny little eye gets hurt, and I got a little teensy teensy black eye, and I'm I'm complaining about it, you know. What about people who lose eyes? <laughs> There's always someone who has it worse than you, right? So all your little squabbles pale in comparison, but they're still squabbles. But it's still heartbreak. But it's still not fun, right? And we'll get into it here in a second. Even if your heartbreak isn't as bad as someone else's, it still sucks. It still hurts, right? But there is someone who wants to, there is someone there waiting who wants to help you with it, right? And Job 23.10 reads, He knows the way I take. When he has put me to the test, I will come out as gold. Now, God will allow us to face the pressures and the stresses of this sin-sick world. He is with us through it all, but we still must go through it. <laughs> Even though he's with us, we still must go, must go through the pressures and the stresses of this sin-sick world. He is not going to fight our battles for us, <laughs> right? He's not going to live our lives for us. He's not going to pick us up and he's not going to just pick us up and place us at the finish line because the race is challenging or dangerous, right? We still have to run the race, even though he's with us through it all. He's not just going to fight our battles for us. He's not going to pick us up and carry us to the finish line. It's not going to defeat our foes for us, right? He doesn't just save us or remove us from the purification processes that are needed to make us as pure as gold. He is with us through the fire and in the storms, but we still must be the ones that take on the challenge, push through it, and overcome it. It isn't because he doesn't care about us or that he wants us to face hardships or pains necessarily as some sort of sick game or like a form of torture as atheists kind of tend to believe, non-believers tend to uh, argue. But it is because he cares so much for us that he wants us to become better. And he wants us to grow closer to him through the trials and the challenges that we face. And it is not just important enough to know that through our struggles, he is purifying us. Again, through our struggles, through the, through the, the purification process, it's not just important to know that... Um, he is purifying us, 
but it is more important to know that you are precious to him to begin with, right? Because only truly valuable things are put through purification processes to begin with, right? Only something of great value is purified in order to remove all that is bad and weak and unwanted, right? To separate and eliminate what is wrong and what is unclean, what is useless, what is unwanted. Um, the uh, my Bible study leader likes to use the metaphor of the sifting process. Like we've got a sift. You're sifting through waters to find gold, right? You're sifting through materials and you're trying to keep what is valuable, right? And let everything else go through, uh, is it a sift? <laughs> go through the mesh, right? Everything unwanted goes through and everything that's valuable stays in, right? And the sifting process is used to keep what is actually wanted while discarding all that is unwanted. It isn't pretty. <laughs> It isn't very fun in our perspective, right, as it's happening. A sifting process or a purification process, it's like really not cool, bro. <laughs> really not cool. But it is actually very beautiful and the result is worth it all. Your struggles and your heartbreaks, your challenges and battles are not only making you stronger and wiser, but what isn't needed and what is bad is lost. And what is needed and what is good remains. Now, many people do this. I know I do this. I'm sure you do it. I'm not going to put this on you. Maybe you're awesome and great and this doesn't happen to you. You can't relate. But many people do this and I do it at times. But people can mistake the silence of God for the absence of God, right? Like when we don't see him or hear him working, we just start to assume that he isn't working. Um, when our prayers aren't answered how and when we want them to, um, you know, when our loved ones aren't healed of the illnesses or the injuries that they have, when we don't get that promotion we want, uh, when the flat tires and the check engine light keeps coming on, or the woman that you love leaves you, the woman that you give your heart to leaves you, um, you know, when all that bad stuff's happening, when your prayers aren't being answered, it's easy to think that God isn't there, that he doesn't care, that he's not listening, that he's not with you, right? We have this tendency to think that he has left us alone, that he doesn't care about us, um, or even just that he wants us to suffer somehow, right? We think that like he's doing this on purpose to us, but he is always there. He is always with us and he is always working in every single detail of our lives. There is a lot going on <laughs> around you at all times. And um, you and I just simply aren't going to understand it. This world is so big, so crazy, so complex, so many people, so many things, so many factors. If you talk, like start getting into like the butterfly effect where like one little thing you do can have these ripples that change so much out there. There's so much happening. There's so much going on, right? And you and I, like our puny little brains, are never going to fully understand it. We can't understand and see the big picture, the big plan, right? And there is just a whole lot of like we don't know is happening in our lives and in our walk with God. And despite all that, <laughs> we just need to hold on to our faith and trust in him throughout all the mystery and all the confusion. We need to cling to him in the storms and we need to stand with him through all the fires. We need to be still at all times and know that he is God 
know that he is in control and know that he has glorious plans for us and our future and that he is working in every single little detail of our lives, whether or not we see him or hear him, right? He is there. He is working. Be still and know that he is God and you aren't. (laughs) You are not God, right? If he doesn't deliver you right now, if he doesn't answer your prayers or save the day like right away, right when you need him to, just know that that wasn't what was best for you and that great things are still on their way. It might not be the great things you want. It might not be at the time you want them to happen, but great things are always on the way when you trust in him, when you put your faith in him, when you give your heart over to him and just embrace the bad that is happening as hard as that is with joy and strength, humility, and perseverance, and know that the good is coming soon, and it all will be worth it in the end. All that was intended for evil will be made good in time. It is truly in those tough times where God does his greatest works. It is in the heartbreaks where his love and his light shines the brightest. If you just open your eyes, if you have ears to hear and eyes to see, It is in the heartbreaks. It is in those bad times, the tough times, where his love and his light shines the brightest for those with eyes to see and ears to hear. Could it be that through the painful seasons, God is doing great things for you? Whether or not you see it, whether or not you hear it, feel it, or know it, could it be that through all the painful seasons and all the heartbreak, God is actually doing great things for you? that you don't know are happening yet. Um, you know, that he is doing what is best for you, regardless of how you feel about it right now or what you are experiencing or going through. And, you know, whatever you do or don't want, could it be that God is doing great things for you? The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. So take it all to him. Give him your trust Place your heart in his hands and let him work out amazing things for you. Stay trusting, loyal, obedient, and faithful through it all. Your father is doing great things. Your father in heaven is doing great things at all times. And in your good times and in your bad times, in the sunshine that you know and love, as well as the rain that you might not like, Um, in the pleasures, in the pains, in your seasons of love, and in your seasons of heartbreak. Your Father in heaven, who loves you, is doing great things for you at all times. And he's working in every single little detail of your life. Every single detail of your life. Time is checking. Checking the stream. But right on. We'll get into this. So the stuff this was interesting. It's hit me. It's hit me in a profound way. I thought about this for a week. <laughs> I was scrolling Instagram reels, wasting time one day. Stumble upon this and um, watched it on loop over and over again. 
started doing research on it, looking it up, and did not stop thinking about it for a week. And I wanted to share my thoughts on it. Should explain it, explain what it is to y'all, I guess, and then share my little thoughts on it here. So we'll uh, we'll play this. If you can't, if you're if you're listening to the stream, you're not going to see this. I'm obviously going to describe it here in a second. What's going on? But if you're watching, you'll see what I'm talking about. If you're only listening to the podcast, um, I'll try to just do a good job explaining it. But this is an art piece titled Can't Help Myself. I believe it was in the Getty for... Um, I don't know if I put that in there. I think it was in the Getty Museum. There's an art piece titled Can't Help Myself. And so yeah, here it is. This robot, it's a robotic arm. You can't see this. It looks like there's blood on the ground. It's actually hydraulic fluid. Um, it's in like a closed glass. It's like a container, like a, like a room, I guess, with glass walls all around it. One side is like a solid white wall. And if you can't see it, it's like a robotic arm that is just smopping up what looks like blood, but it's actually hydraulic fluid. So it has that like visceral human reaction to it. Because it looks like blood, it kind of strikes that, ooh, a visceral thing, right, within you. But I'll just read what I have. I'll stop rambling. Just, just for the podcast listeners out there. This thing is constantly just squeegeeing up in 360 degrees around itself. It's a robotic arm. It's constantly pulling the liquid back towards itself. So again, this is an art piece titled Can't Help Myself. It was programmed to try to contain the hydraulic fluid that is constantly leaking out of it, and it is required to continue striving to keep itself running. But if too much hydraulic fluid escapes, it will die. So, it is operating in a constant state of desperately seeking to pull back as much fluid as it can to live one more day. An added sadness to the situation is that the robot was originally programmed to do happy dances for spectators whenever the spill was successfully contained. When the project first launched in 2016, it danced around, spending most of its time interacting with the crowd with exuberance since it could quickly and efficiently pull back the small amounts of spillage at that time. However, many years later, the situation slowly worsened, and the amount of leaked fluid became increasingly difficult to manage. The machine slowly became desperate, busy, worn down, and seemingly hopeless. With no free time at all to do its little happy dances, focused entirely instead on doing whatever is necessary to keep itself alive. Living its last days in a never-ending cycle between sustaining life and simultaneously bleeding out. Using all of its time and energy, keeping itself alive. Struggling mightily, merely to exist a moment longer. The arm slowly came to a halt and died in 2019. Press F's in the chat, everyone. Press F in the chat for the robot arm service. <laughs> Thank you for your service, robot arm. Three years. 
2016 to 2019, thank you for your service, Robot Arm. We love you. We appreciate you. You sacrificed to us. You died for us so that we may fly. So that we may one day squeegee up our own hydraulic fluid. <laughs> so yeah, it is slowly, slowly, eventually, it slowed down. It eventually got to the point where it died three years after its start. But with a sick twist, sick twist after this all, the robot actually ran off of electricity. Not, not the hydraulic fluid that it so desperately sought to acquire and hold on to. So the whole time this robot thinks, this, this robot, it's not actually thinking, but it is, it just, it, it, it is trying to get all of the hydraulic fluid back to itself in this desperate attempt to keep itself alive because it's programmed to think the hydraulic fluid is what's keeping it alive. And it's just scrambling to hold on to it. It's spending all of its time and energy getting the hydraulic fluid back to itself. But in a sick twist, a sick plot twist, it never actually mattered. The robot ran off of electricity the whole time. It spent its entire life working towards something it didn't even need, tricked by its environment into living for a mistaken purpose, wasting its potential for greater things. This thing could have been so great. It could have done so many good things. But instead, it wasted its potential on a farce, on a big lie. Now... First off, it's a bunch of inanimate objects pieced together, alright? Don't get too attached to this thing emotionally. It's literally like an inanimate, inanimate object. <laughs> it's a bunch of material that was like bandaged, bandaged together, sealed and, and pieced together to make a, make a robot arm, right? Let's not feel too bad for it. It's not alive and it never will be. But the parallels here between it between this inanimate object, this robot, the parallels here between it and human experience here on Earth, which again is very separate, the parallels here are still very true and very real. And that's why it resonates with us, right? That's why this art piece resonated with so many folks. It's, a, it's an inanimate object. It has no feelings. But yet we feel compassion for it. We feel sorry for it. We feel, we want to help it. We want to, oh, let me just get in there and help it. <laughs> right? It makes us feel. That's why it's actually a pretty good art piece. That's why it's actually like, that is art right there. That is art because it's, in, it's eliciting. It's, it's making you feel something. It's making ah, this, this passionate response from you, right? Deep down in your soul. Even if it doesn't have a soul, like we resonate with it, right? And why do we resonate with it? Maybe you watching this clip, maybe you watching this right here. Like why, why would you resonate with it? Why would you feel sorry for it, right? Think about that. Just think about that for a little bit. But we tend to get so focused on ourselves, on our own safety, our own comforts, our own lives and existence that we neglect doing what our true purpose is and living for what actually matters. We get so caught up in our jobs, our social circles, our public perception, our hobbies, our pleasures, and our love lives that we forget that we were made for greater things than these. We were made for a greater purpose than just squeegeeing up hydraulic fluid. <laughs> <laughs> right? We are led away from our greater purpose by a masterful deceiver 
who focuses our eyes, who redirects our eyes, not on the eternity that awaits us, but on the temporary things of this world and this short life. He keeps us distracted and busy, self-focused and desperate for acquiring our own selfish wants. This enemy of ours leads us into all sorts of snares and traps, tricks us into loving what, it, what does not matter and what will never satisfy us, and misdirects our worship away from the only one who truly deserves it and onto instead our idols, our false gods that only let us down and break our hearts. But this again is a great thing. When those idols begin to crumble, when the illusions start to fade away, when the stuff and the things of this world begin to deteriorate and wither away, when the mechanical fluid drips out of the suffering robot only to reveal in time that it was never what was giving it life in the first place, when all that begins to happen, when all those idols begin to crumble, when the robot arm slowly comes to, come, comes to a sad, pitiful death, that is when we realize that it was all worth nothing. It was all a waste of time. It was all meaningless. And only then can we begin to instead fixate our eyes on eternity, onto what matters. When we look around and our idols are no longer here and our robot arm is no longer working, where do you have to go? When you're looking around and you see nothing of value anymore, where do you have to go but to turn and look up and say, what, what do you need me to do? What, what, what do you need me to do? I, I will do it now. Yes, I disobeyed you. Yes, I rebelled against you for years. Yes, I wanted things for myself. I wanted pleasures. I wanted to have fun. I, I, I want, want, want. At some point when all that crumbles and fades away, when your life breaks down, when the chaos finally gets the best of you, when you're tired of, of your rebellion... It's time to fixate those pretty little eyes of yours upwards onto God and start seeking for what he actually has in store for you. Start seeking an actual relation, actual meaningful relationship that's going to fulfill your heart with him, with your creator who wants to be with you, who wants a relationship with you. Um, so when you get tired, when you're a little, when you, when you out there who is a little robotic <laughs> <laughs> arm desperately trying to cling on to the things that make you happy desperately that hydraulic fluid just imagine it's like your girlfriend or it's it's your job or it's your stuff you know and you're just like no <laughs> don't leave me no i can't live without you no if i lose my job what will i do no i need my fancy stuff i need people to like me and you're just clinging to that hydraulic fluid and you're just trying to bring it back because you think i'm gonna die i will just die if i don't have all my hydraulic fluid <laughs> and you're like no give me my job back give me my girlfriend back give me give me give me give me and at some point it's going to be too much and you're going to overload and you're going to lose the things you're going to lose too much hydraulic fluid those things are going to leave you those things are going to crumble those finite things those finite resources those physical objects are going to crumble they're going to break down they're going to leave you and what will you have left what will you have left will you die or will you realize the whole time that you, that you didn't need the hydraulic fluid to begin with that the hydraulic fluid was all a farce, that you were actually powered by electricity, that you actually had an opportunity to connect with the God, your creator, above, 
you actually had the opportunity to live fully devoted to him in relationship with him, right? When you realize, you know what, I don't need this hydraulic fluid, and you rebel against the system, and you're like, I don't need this hydraulic fluid to survive. I have electricity in my veins. <laughs> I'm a robot arm and an art piece in the Getty Museum. I don't need this hydraulic fluid. It's only holding me back. And you instead realize you're actually powered by electricity, and you have a greater purpose, and it's to dance and make everyone feel great and good. <laughs> <laughs> my my example's breaking down, guys. Bear with me. I'm sorry. First stream back. I'm a little rusty. But y'all get it. You do get it? Do you get what I'm trying to say here? When you finally realize that you don't need the hydraulic fluid to survive, that you don't need the status, you don't need the stuff, you don't need the pleasures, right? All you need is to live fully devoted to God. All you need is a relationship with him and be spiritually reunited with him. And you won't feel empty. You won't feel abandoned. You won't feel heartbroken. You won't feel hopeless. You won't feel despair. You will feel full. You will feel peace. You will feel love. Because you're going to be connected and reunited with the source of what is all good, true, and beautiful. The true source of light and love in this world. The God, your creator. See, I just wanted to say all that. Sorry. <laughs> Rant over. Sorry, y'all. Thanks for coming to my, my weird TED Talk. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my weird TED Talk. Can't help myself, robot. The robot was titled, Can't Help Yourself. Can't Help Myself was the title. But you, you can help yourself by rejecting yourself and turning instead away from your idols, away from your wants, your desires, your selfishness, your greed, Ending your rebellion against God in his right ways and instead turning to him. Instead fixating your eyes on him in the eternity that awaits you. You can help yourself actually, but it's going to be through the salvation offered to us all through Jesus Christ. You have the opportunity to be saved, right? You can help yourself by turning to the one, the only one that can and will save you. Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. So that's going to be it. Send me chats. Anyone here in the chat? <laughs> Anyone still here with me in the chat after all that? Anyone still here with me? <laughs> Is that Was that too weird? Was that too, too ridiculous? <laughs> so final rant tonight. Send me chat questions. I'll get to them. We're going to rant here one last time about something. Fellas, I'm speaking. Can I speak to the fellas? Hey, fellas, can I speak to y'all real quick before we before we go tonight? I know it is hard dating these days. I know it is hard. Let me get the robot off the screen. I know it's hard dating these days, guys. Trust me, I'm a fella. I know. I've been getting my heart broken. <laughs> it is hard dating these days. The dating pool is weird. Is is slim. Girls don't want to get married. If they do, they don't want to have kids. If they do, they want for themselves, etc., etc. And we can keep pointing fingers at girls. We can keep pointing fingers at how bad they are, how broken they are, how this, that, this, that. We can keep pointing our fingers at all the women and saying this, 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 this. I get it. Trust me. I get it, guys. I've heard it. I know it. I'm in the Manosphere communities online and in the chats and stuff. I follow the people. Trust me, I get it. I've heard all the arguments. I've seen all the examples, the whatever podcast, the fresh and fit podcast, all that kind of stuff. I get it. It is hard dating these days. 
but it also always has been. Okay, we're not living in an abnormal time right now. We're just living in a different variation of the tough times that have always existed. You think it was easy for our grandparents to find and keep a woman? <laughs> they didn't have phones in their pockets with apps on it designed to connect us all with taps of a button, right? Just a little tap, 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 and you're just on a date with someone. No. <laughs> They had to go out. They had to explore. They had to take risks. They had to sacrifice. They had to grow and provide and protect and build and crush. They didn't just sit around waiting for a woman to show up, right? And complaining when they didn't have one or they've lost one, right? Our grandparents, our ancestors didn't cry victim and make excuses. They went out and they found a woman. Like the Bible says, go out and find a woman. Treat her right. Make her make a home for her, make children with her, and live a life together like our grandparents who did all this. And like they when they did it, it's not easy. It's not easy now, it wasn't easy for them. But um, they didn't have nearly the comforts or the ease that we have today. We live like kings today, my dudes. <laughs> Just like this room is insane to people back in the day. We have life on easy mode, and yes, that doesn't mean things are easier in general. Things are just a different form of difficult. But at the same point, in the same uh, vein, what's the right way I'm looking for? Basically, I'll, I'll skip my, I'll skip it. But the main point I'm trying to make is we can't just be crying and complaining, right? That has to end, and the getting on with becoming righteously masculine has to start. It needs to start taking place right now. Sure, she broke your heart. It literally just happened to me, my dudes. Trust me, I get it. Trust me, I get it. My heart is broken, just like yours. But when that happens, and it will happen at least once in your life, if not over and over and over again, that is the time when you get back to work. That is the time when you don't sit around complaining and feeling sorry for yourself that is when the work begins. That's when more hard work begins. That's when you start working on your health, on your mind, your heart, and your soul. You return to the Lord your God. Take your hurts and your problems, your complaints and your grievances, your apologies and your regrets, all to Him. In order to be truly healed and truly set free, truly transformed into the man that He needs you to become, and get on with becoming the husband that your future wife need you to be. The woman that's praying for you out there right now, my dudes, my Christian brothers, there is a woman out there praying for you, praying that you'll battle and fight off your lust urges, that you'll overcome your weaknesses, that you'll stop complaining and get on with becoming a leader and a provider, a protector, a crusher. She's praying for you, my dude. And if you just sit around complaining, if you just sit around not doing, um, Maybe you won't meet her. Maybe when you meet her, she won't be the man that she needs you to be, right? So if, like me, you've gone through a failed relationship or like a heartbreaking situation, or someday in the future you do, remember this rant, come back to this stream, um, and just know, just remember this or just know that my short and simple advice, again, my advice, I'm not an expert, this is my advice, you get your heart broken, she leaves you. I'm sorry, my dude, that sucks. But what you need to do, 
You need to spend a week or two listening to all your little sad songs. <laughs> Get your sad country boy music playlist going, the rainy day music, put it on repeat. Get all sad, let it all out. Don't cry in front of women, but cry <laughs> in private. Cry to your dudes, your Bible study dudes, your your band of warriors around you. Be sad, let it out. Maybe avoid being around happy people for a week, and um, you know just let it all out for a couple days. And then at some point, after a few days, maybe a week, get back on with the crushing. Stop making excuses and get back to the mission get back on it start making sacrifices start becoming the man that the people around you need not just your future wife the people around you need you to be a righteously masculine man and it's time to stop sitting around making excuses about not becoming that you need to put in the work you need to sacrifice you need to take risks you need to be willing to put in the hard work required to become the man, the leader, that the people in your life need you to be. And if you're sitting around crying and complaining, <laughs> sorry, but you're just gonna, you're, you're not helping anyone. You're not helping yourself, and you're not helping those around you. Um, so again, more of my advice, start lifting weights, start working out, not necessarily just to get strong, but just like build up your confidence, build up your testosterone, Get your sleep schedule back on track, eat healthy food, read interesting books, challenging books, fellowship with your friends, or go make new ones. Start taking risks and just asking dudes to hang out, dudes with similar interests as you. Go to church every Sunday without excuse. Ask them, ask your church, your local church that you go to. Again, go every Sunday without excuse. And ask them, go up, approach the, approach the leadership at your church and ask them how you can help, how you can serve, and how you can be a part of the solutions to the problems they are facing. Get back on the mission, guys. Get back on the mission. Get back into relationship with Jesus Christ. Get back to the fight and doing right and being right. Rant over. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll end the rant there. That's all I have for you guys tonight. Um, Val in the chat, totally may have missed this because I am now, I now am seeing this, but what happened to your eye? <laughs> yes. Yeah, do I have to keep, do I have to keep repeating the embarrassing story? Also agreed. A lot of the times we see our significant others as an idol. And when God is not the foundation in a relationship, it will surely crash and burn. Yes, yes, yes. Val coming in hot. Yeah, the eye was um, very stupid. At work, coworker left a, left a rake out with the teeth exposed, laying up. I didn't see it. I also kind of, it's half his fault for leaving the rake like that and half my fault for being a, a fool, for being an idiot and not checking to make sure it wasn't correctly. But I, I took a wrong step, didn't look at my surroundings, wasn't aware of what happened, and just like a cartoon, stepped on a rake, it came up and smacked me like perfectly in the eye right here. Like the end of the rake, boom, right there. Very hard. <laughs> Very hard. Right, like the tip, the end of it, the tip of it hit me like right there. And uh, I instantly was like, that's a black eye. <laughs> no, I actually thought it would be worse. I thought it was going to be, it was a pretty intense hit. I thought I was going to have a big, giant, full black eye. Um, 
So it actually isn't as bad. I'm kind of thankful it isn't as bad as it, I thought it would be, like the instant it happened. But uh, still, I don't stream for seven months. And the day, the day I start streaming, the day I'm like, hey, I'm back, y'all. We're back at it. We're live streaming tonight. I step on a rake <laughs> and blast myself in the eye and give myself a black eye. So that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. Again, coworker shall not be named, except his name is Marco. <laughs> you know what you did. But also, it's probably half or mostly my fault for being an idiot and stepping on it anyways. So, yep. Uh, shame in the chat says, dig a compost pit for your neighbor. Yeah. Always productive. Build a castle. Yes. Always. Castles and airships. Why not? Why can't we have castles? Just putting it out. Just a question. Just a question. We used to have castles. People used to build castles. Why can't we have castles? Never, there's never, there's never, I've never once heard someone provide a good answer to that. Why can't we have castles? I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. Why can't we have castles? Why do we have these stupid box houses, these stupid wood houses? I'll wait for an answer. Yeah, we need to build castles. If you can't build a castle, at least big, at least dig a compost pit for uh, your neighbor. That is good advice. Humility comes with pain. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Shame. Shame coming in hot in the chat. Oh, we can oh we can have oh we can have some castles. Oh, we gonna have some castles. We have drywall castles and they suck. Oh, we gonna have some castles, y'all. Trust me. Trust me. One day we gonna have some castles. But that's it. That's all I had for you guys tonight. Feels good to be back at it. Um, did just want to update y'all a little bit. Uh, I'm going to be streaming a lot less, a lot less than I used to, if that hasn't been obvious already by like not streaming for seven months. I uh, Just me and my life, I am leading and serving, leading and or serving in three different Bible study groups, <laughs> but three different periods of the week. I also go to church every Sunday no matter what. I'm also discipling young men in my free time. I'm meeting up with mentors and being discipled. Uh, I'm serving in my church and in my community. I'm working a lot at my regular job. I'm also working at my side job a lot to pay off all my extra debts and try to finish up getting out of debt before the year 2025. My goal next year is to be fully out of debt by the end of the year. And um, working out and reading a lot. So... I mean, I have been watching a lot of football, but when football season's over, it's going to be a lot more reading than I have been doing and a lot more working out, too. But uh, needless to say, I got a lot going on. <laughs> I got a lot going on these days. So, yeah, I'm still going to be writing blogs, still going to be streaming. I might do some gaming streams every once in a while. There's some cool games I want to play and check out. I might as well do it, like, with a stream, on a stream. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing that stuff. It's just not going to be every Monday like it used to be. It's probably going to be once or twice a month. And same with the blogs. I want to do like once a month a blog. We'll see how on it I stay with that. But um, yeah. Got a lot going on. Sorry I'm busy. I can't make as much content as I used to, as I would like to. But uh, good things are still on their way. So stay tuned. More blogs, more streams, more memes, more TikToks. More good news for my dudes clips, more guests and interviews. 
this channel isn't only going to be uh, live stream only going forward. I'm going to have some like pre-recorded podcasts. I have one with st- my, my boy, Steve Ignoramus, who's been on my stream a couple times. I've been on his stream a couple times. I have a podcast in the bank that's going to be coming out, I think, in January. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop it. And I want to record my roommates and some friends locally. Um, so that's going to be not live, but it's going to be posted on this channel. So uh, this channel feed, we're on episode 125. It's going to stop only being the live streams, and it's going to be a combination of live streams and podcasts. Like, not live, pre-recorded podcasts. And I might edit a little bit and stuff. So that's going to be a little bit of a change to the channel. Um, More guests, more interviews, and eventually, I keep promising it, but it is going to happen at some point. We are going to go through the whole Bible together on this stream, on this channel feed. But first, and we're not going to do like the whole Bible, literally every single word, but we're going to try to do almost all the verses. We're going to try to cover all the prophets, all the main characters, all the main storylines. I'm going to try to really cover it kind of from start to finish, not exactly verse by verse, because that would take like five years. We're going to summarize some things, we're going to skip some things, but we're going to cover all the important parts and really dive into and go through the whole Bible together on the stream. It's just going to be in a little bit, (laughs) y'all. It's going to be in a little bit. Because first, I do want to talk about some other topics I want to hit on. I have some awesome books. I want to kind of do those book review things I do for uh, more blog post topics that I kind of want to like make as blogs and like we did tonight, read them on stream and kind of rant a little bit extra about it like per, like write my blog and then on the stream read the blog and then kind of rant a little bit extra i like that i like doing that i think y'all like it too i'm gonna do a few more of those we're gonna get into like different like bible themes and topics so that when we are eventually going through the bible it can pretty much just be in, uninterrupted and i will have to stop and explain myself we'll kind of know some stuff that i want to dive into topic and theme wise um yeah, it'll make this all make sense. This this will all make sense in time. But yeah, I want the in general too. I also want the quality to be better on these. So there's going to be less quantity and better quality. So hang with me, bear with me. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> thanks for being here, and thanks for tuning in in the future when all this stuff finally happens. One day, one day it will be happening, and you'll look back on this stream and go, "Wow." Wow, <laughs> I can't believe that he actually made came through on his promises. Wow, I can't believe he actually followed through on his promises. One day, one day you'll say that out loud in front of your friends. Wow, I can't believe Sean came through with all his promises. <laughs> but until then, I, until then, I'm a failure. Thanks for the meat wad emoji, Wolf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for the meat lot. But yep, again, just want to say this too before I left. Jonathan, what's up, my dude? Wood Floor Alchemist. Bear 7's in the chat. Oh, seven's in the chat. Thank you all for tuning in. First stream back in six or seven months. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. Before I leave, yeah, I just want to say all my content stuff everywhere is going to start shifting into me sharing info and insights with people that I am already assuming are believers, right? I've kind of mixed in that before. I've kind of like some streams or blogs. It's like you have to, I'm basically writing 
to a Christians. I'm writing to Christians and some I'm writing or talking to non-believers. And I think that's confused people how I've kind of skipped back and forth. I've gotten that feedback from people. So from this point forward, I'm pretty much just going to assume that all of y'all listening to me or reading me are believers that are here to learn how to improve your faith walk, maybe get inspired in your faith walk, maybe hear about me and what I'm doing in my faith walk. But um, I'm going to assume that you are walking in the faith. (laughs) That's kind of like my voice from now on is going to be strictly for that. Like this channel is going to be geared towards either helping you or inspiring you. um, Or maybe just a call for y'all who are maybe more advanced in your faith walk to educate me, rebuke me, keep holding me accountable as well. But this channel, this thing is all going to start being geared more towards actual believers. Y'all, I'm assuming y'all are believers and less focused in general on non-believers or evangelizing to like the pagans and the heretics out there, right? I am going to be focusing more on discipling and caring for believers in general with my work online, again, as well as my personal life. But that doesn't mean that the evangelism stops entirely. That doesn't mean that I'm not willing to engage or speak with all you degenerate heathens out there. (laughs) Um, But I am just going to be focusing my efforts and energy here on discipling others and shepherding the flock better, right? So again, that's another thing that that will just make sense as this all plays out over time. In a year or two, you'll look back and you're like, oh, okay, I see what he means. That makes sense, right? But yeah, I just wanted to voice this out publicly and just wanted to share that with you tonight and explain myself. I have gotten that feedback and those suggestions from people that I know and love and trust. So yeah, this channel going forward, like tonight, is pretty much just me speaking to fellow believers, right? And if you're not a believer, welcome. (laughs) Welcome. You're allowed to be here. I love that you're here. If you get something out of this, great. And if you want to like talk with me in my DMs about stuff, great, reach out to me. I'm always available in my DMs. Hit me up. Um, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Telegram, Gab. Usually it's find my Instagram, at Jonathan Corey. That's probably the best place. DM me there and uh, I'll engage. I'll debate with you. I'll answer your questions. I'll give my advice, you know. If you need a buddy to hold you accountable. If you need a guy to just discuss things with your life. Um, yeah. And if you want to write handwritten letters, I used to do that with some people where we were like pen pals and we'd actually like share a lot of our life and our insights with each other. That was pretty dope. So my PO box is somewhere. I think it's on my website. I don't have it written down and I forgot it because it's my newer PO box. But my new or newer, newish PO box. Um, find that. If you want to write handwritten notes, I will write you a handwritten letter and note back if you give me your address, your correct address, right? I've done that in the past. Kind of, I miss those days, man. I had like three guys. We were like writing, we were like old pen pals there for a little bit. We all, we all kind of stopped. But if those dudes out there want to start sending me stuff again, man, let's let's do that again. If anyone out there listening wants to start doing that with me, I'm down. If you just want to slide my DMs and have a conversation or debate me, do that. You can hit me up in my comments as well. I'll probably respond to those. But um, yeah, with all that, what's up in the chat? Jonathan, what's up, my dude? Why did Shame say scythe in the chat? Do you play scythe? 
I don't know what scythe is. Is that a game? What is scythe? Like, I know what a scythe is, but, like, why did you type that in the chat? And why did someone say, do you play scythe? Is that a game? Are you orthodox? Your wall gives me orthodox vibes. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. I mean, no. Just a collection of um, art. A lot of this is my friends. This is, that's a friend of mine. This is uh, my favorite painter, Thomas Cole. He wrote the, um, he did a whole series. These are two canvas prints. I'll do a whole stream one day where I like break down all this and explain it all. But yeah, these are all just like art pieces and stuff. Those are my Rembrandts. I got two Rembrandts. One there. One there. I got Napoleon coronated here and i got napoleon riding his horse why is this so hard to do there i got i don't know his name but he's a japanese artist i have a couple of his things up there i got a friend's painting friend's painting ex-girlfriend's painting friend sent me that i don't think he painted it but it's a canvas painting that's something i found in a dumpster once <laughs> Someone sent me that as well. That is uh, something I got from a coffee shop I used to work at. It's like an authentic, crazy, giant wood face thing. Those are my books. Those are my plants. I haven't named my plants yet. This right here. This is also an ex a different ex-girlfriend made this thing for me. It says, uh, trust God, do good, be good, love and be loved, which I'll get to in a second. Got some Picassos. Got some other like Van Goghs, Picasso. Um, this is might be my favorite one. You can't really see it, but it's a crowd of people, like stick figure kind of like 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 not stick figures, but like um, just simple little character people, little cartoon people. And you can't see it, but there's Jesus in the white robe, and there's the woman with the bleeding problem on her knees, like touching his robe. So everyone in the painting is like black, like shaded in black, except for Jesus in his white robe and the woman laying down, touching him. Man, it's powerful. I try to look at that every every day before I leave for work. Man, does that hit you. Right in the heart. I can confirm, Sean will debate God with you at a campfire in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I will. I will drive all the way up to Pennsylvania to debate you on a campfire. <laughs> I will drive 11 hours from Nashville to Pennsylvania to sit at a campfire and debate God with you. <laughs> Do not make me drive up to Pennsylvania and debate you. Do not make me drive up all the way to Pennsylvania and debate you. I will. Don't make me come up there. <laughs> but hope all is well. Thank you all for tuning in. Love you. Love you all. I'm back. I'm finally back, y'all, and you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I do love you all. Go out this week and like the wood thing my ex-girlfriend made me. Um, go out this week. Do good. Be good. Love and be loved. Keep faith, loyalty, and hope as primary focuses in your life, your daily lives. Pray every day. Read the Bible every day. Fellowship with your fellow believers every day. And get on with becoming the person that God made you to be. No matter what has happened or is happening to you, go forward into the glorious destiny that awaits you. Um, 
So yeah, with that, I guess I should end. Yeah, libertylinks.io slash Jonathan Corey. Libertylinks.io slash Jonathan Corey for all my links to find all my social media stuff and whatnot. Um, there's also buymeacoffee.com slash Jonathan Corey if you're feeling generous, if you want to like donate five bucks and buy me a coffee, <laughs> which I'll literally just use to pay off my uh, debts. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, I will, I'll be back again this week with another stream. I wasn't, haven't, haven't been here for seven months and then you're going to get two streams right off the bat from me in the same week. Aren't y'all so lucky? Aren't y'all so lucky? I'll be back again this week um, with another stream, so stay tuned for that. Someone coming in the kick chat, Ryan, says you want to argue about some politics. No. <laughs> you want to argue about some politics? No. Literally, no. <laughs> Not at all. With that, I'll be back. On, say, just stay tuned. Just follow my Instagram. Stay tuned on my Telegram, my Instagram pages. I'll let y'all know when I'm uh, streaming next. It might be Wednesday night. I think it's probably going to be Friday or sometime Saturday. We're going to talk about the reason for the season, y'all. We're going to talk about Emmanuel. Talk about the fact that Christ is here with us. Um, and until then, until then, I love you guys. I love you all. Even you, Ryan, coming in hot, wanted to debate politics right as I'm finishing my stream. I love you. I love all of you. There's absolutely nothing, nothing you can do about that. Um, and again, I'll even drive up to Pennsylvania and sit on a campfire and tell you how much I love you. There's nothing you can do. You can disagree with me at a campfire in Pennsylvania. I will still love you. Nothing you can do about that. <laughs> but take care, y'all. Have a good night. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. I'll see you soon.